she's alive. Alive! What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Gooping. I'm Ellie. I'm Caroline. And I'm Grace. And we're going to talk about some spooky movie shit today. Yeah. Just one in particular, which I'm sure you all already knew about because I posted about it. <laughs> Did you really? Uh, I'm a bad social media checker. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you follow our own Instagram. Yeah, I don't follow that Instagram account. It's oh. just, like not exciting enough for me. How fucked up would it be if I didn't? I was like, whatever. You guys are dickheads. Like, I will go on the Google Gang Instagram and like my photos just for an extra like. I mean, that's oh, same. legit. I do that on Noah's Instagram all the time. But you know what I realized? I don't like many people's Instagram pictures in general. And I need to be no. better about it. I'll think to myself, no. wow, I love that, but not <laughs> you like just it. Won't double tap it. You just won't go. <laughs> I re- and I noticed that, like, Ellie will like six of my photos in one day being like, oh. I should oh, go back. Okay. I should just, I think there's a few photos that I missed <laughs> double tapping on. I'm going to go back and uh, do that now. I do that with people and they're like, she's insane. I'm like, no, I'm just neglectful. Just some retroactively <laughs> making up for all the times I didn't like something that I like, said I liked. I feel like it means yep. more, you know? Yeah. Because you, you actually it. decided to go back and do it. Like that just, it it's means true. That it's you true. know, you me. were thinking about it. You get me. <laughs> no, you it's true. I get it. Me. Um, I have a leading question. So, Yay. well, uh, this is like not. <laughs> Sound more enthusiastic. <laughs> Yay. Well, I heard myself. I'm hearing myself. I know. Echo out here. I know. I'm just going to say this is not like a fully formed thought. It was just something that I was like, oh, that's some, somewhat related to this. But like, I mean, that's what is the creepiest country? That's not America, because I think America's objectively, oh. like, very fucking Is this creepy. kind of racist, though? Uh, ooh. It could be, it's, listen, <laughs> listen. What it's is the lead, creepiest listen. white country? But no, but I feel like, I feel like white countries are the creepiest it's a lead countries. In, okay, here's, no. this, is, this is a loaded question, but it's not to say, it's, it leads into the, I suppose, the topic or the movie we're talking about today. However... Creepy does not necessarily equal negative. And you're not saying which is the worst country. You're asking which... <laughs> which, if you ask what the worst which country is... Which is the is, worst country? America, objectively. I mean, objectively, probably, like, depending... You'd have to break it down. I would say, like, the worst country would probably be America. But North like, Korea, probably. North, I would say, com- like, for country. sure, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the creepiest is Japan. Japan has some really creepy shit coming out of it. Yeah, I feel like maybe like, I should re. Let me rephrase that question. <laughs> let's let's, let's find it in a way it's not. It's too racist. late. It's too late. Now we can country. Do you guys fucking hate the most? <laughs> um, what country's horror? Like, what country would you want to visit for like its creepiness? The the horror yeah, vibes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, Japan. 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 I want to visit Japan, but I like. I love. Like Japanese and Korean culture, and I am like very fascinated by just all of the different trends that come out of those countries, and the f- yeah. and the food. Oh my, Korean food is mm-hmm. my favorite. But uh. Japan has like those. Um, they have a lot of like. 
God, what are they called? Like taxi ghosts? Yeah. Like the ghosts that mm-hmm. like ride in taxis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, and they, then like, like and then like they, they, they superstitions. Yeah. Is that the taxi ghosts are the ones where they like the taxi drivers pick somebody up on the side of the road and they're like, I'm going here, and then when they get there, they turn around. There's no one. And in there's the car. no one there. And there's videos oh, of it because all the cabs have dash cams it? in Japan. It's oh. like Resurrection Mary. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Totally. It's just, and also Japan has like a very, like, very booming horror industry. Mm-hmm. But they also are very respectful of their dead. So, mm-hmm. like, if they see a ghost or, uh, you know, are trying not to see ghosts, they all take it very seriously. I remember um, Haruki Murakami is one of my favorite authors. Mm-hmm. He includes a lot of. Um, supernatural into his storytelling Mm -hmm. like and it's just a part of the culture like it it is just always like known that they're the spirits of your ancestors or negative spirits or positive spirits are always in your house like i i don't want to be like over generalizing anything just because i'm not Japanese. You're I've not? never been there. <laughs> no, guys. Actually, Grace there. is Japanese. I don't know if you <laughs> She's <laughs> like, it's time for me to come out. Um, <laughs> so would you say, would it be like, is it too much to say that many Japanese people are a little bit ghost slutty? Oh, that might be too much to say. <laughs> too far? <laughs> I think it's a... Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I think it's a compliment. As a ghost slut myself. As a ghost slut myself. As the original ghost slut. As yeah. the OG ghost slut. And, and for those of you who haven't listened to some of our older episodes, a ghost slut is someone who's very intuitive and open to a ghost. Mm-hmm. Invites them in mm-hmm. every night. One every night. One. Every night you sleep with a ghost. <laughs> you're open to a ghost. You're here for a ghost. Um, I have not. And you're, and you're down for a ghost darn good time. That's absolutely correct. I, speaking of ghosts, um, although, wait, before we get into that, is there any other country we want to talk about that's really creepy? Is it just Japan? I was going to say, is it just Japan? I was going to say Russia is really fucking creepy to me, Ooh, I feel like. Yeah. Do they have a lot of ghostly things? I don't even they know. They have to. They're, it's just like, there's they a lot of, to. like, barren wastelands up yeah. there. It's very cold. Mm-hmm. Desolate. Desolate. I feel like it's a very murdery, like, culty place. Like, <laughs> Maybe this is a bad leading no, question. No, it is. <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> very murdery. Murdery and culty. No, you guys, think of, like, Rasputin. Right. And Anastasia. Yeah. These are like, the things I'm thinking of. All of that is super fucked up. It is the creepiest state. How about that? Oh. Uh, what I think Louis, Louis, Louisiana. 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 Yeah, I think um, New Orleans and, like, swamp country and true blood, that's mm-hmm. what I think. I think of Louisiana. I think Alaska, because it's just, like, riddled with aliens. Way, riddled with aliens, riddled with missing people, probably all from the aliens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, the indigenous women's problem is, is huge up yeah. there. Like, just thousands of missing indigenous women. Well, I mean, I'm hoping it was the aliens and they're in a better place. That's what it was. <laughs> yes. And they it's, got the fuck out of That's definitely it. Not, not a serial killer, not institutionalized no, it racism. Was, it it was, was the aliens. For sure. Speaking of aliens. Area 51. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Storming <laughs> Area 51. Dude. Oh, my God. And they said, we need to see them aliens. Listen, we can that go. Is, 
I mean, why should we? I feel I like that's something it? we should cover September. for the podcast. Um, I could totally go. No, I would totally go. My, I really want to visit like the extraterrestrial highway and shit in mm-hmm. uh, Vegas or outside of Vegas or whatever the hell it is. But it would be a fun little little uh, retreat from regular life. Caroline, weren't you just in Vegas? I was just in Vegas. It was the weirdest fucking place I've ever been in my life. Did you see any aliens? Um, I mean, honestly, probably because everyone there is fucking weird as shit. And like, there are probably showgirls. If there's any place in this country that aliens could just live without anybody realizing that there's aliens there, it would be Vegas because like everyone there is so weird and dressed so strange and just does the. I mean, they're just. It's just. It's not a real place. It's just a fake place. I never want to go. It's like I have. I don't have a design. Vegas is like if Times Square just like threw up all over a city, or like or. Or if, like, Vegas is, like, if you just gave somebody who'd, like, only, if you, like, told somebody who'd only knew anything about America, like, through, like, old movies and just, like, watching, like, hours and hours of TV to be, like, build the quintessential American city, they would build Vegas. Because it's just, (laughs) it scares me. It is bizarre. It is so strange. And, like, I was there by myself really high every night walking around like (laughs) super stoned while everyone was wasted i'm like it was like two it was like a tuesday night at like midnight and there's people like just trash it's no it's just it's a weird place it's a weird i mean i enjoyed myself i will say you're like i had a hell of a time i got a lot of great edibles back from there uh um Speaking of cannabis products, can I just like I thought you were going to say aside? speaking of cannibals. I did too. And I was like, <laughs> let's move into that. That's where our mind's at. Right. No, I tried a, a transdermal patch last night when I was going to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like a one-to-one CBD-THC ratio. Mm-hmm. And I put it on my wrist and I slept so well and had the craziest dreams. It was awesome. That's crazy because I usually don't have any dreams when I take CBD or THC. Like, I usually, like... Really? When I stop smoking or I stop doing any kind of marijuana products for, like, more than a couple days, I'll come back with, like, crazy nightmares. I'll have, like, in... I'll have, like, the creepy, like, uh... Um, like shadow people. Oh God! I'll do. Sleep, oh. I'll have sleep paralysis. Ellie has those every night. That's my yeah. That's my daily occurrence. <laughs> it's gotten so bad lately. I'm telling you, it's the ghost. It's because your house is haunted. I literally. It's like almost every night now. It's happening where I wake up and I'm like, <gasps> you like, need to find you, out what she no. wants. I know. Like, well, she hasn't said anything since so the we one decided time. It's a she. I think it's a woman. Okay, a woman or a girl? I thought. Jared said he saw a little Jared girl. Jared said it was a little girl. I'm. I feel like it's a woman. There could be different iterations. You know, like sometimes maybe you know she like can appear as herself as a little girl, and sometimes she'll like be herself oh, no, as a woman. Oh no, that's a demon. Then it's not a demon. I didn't invite shit in. That's what I was maybe your say, neighbors girl, did. You need a, a Ouija. Maybe board your neighbors been. Hell no. I'm not bringing a Ouija board in this goddamn house. Mm-mm. What if I, like, secretly already brought one and it's under your toilet? <laughs> it's under her bed. It's, like, in the exact corner where she sees the shit. And it's just moving all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> um, So what are we going to talk about today? Or did you did you name the state? Wait, that- anyone else said, no one else said any other state. I said Alaska. You said Louisiana. And Ellie? Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like it just depends. I would say, like, Louisiana, maybe Georgia, because it has Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, man. I think Chicago... Is that yelling at me that these are dying now? I don't know. That's a city. Oh. Um, No, I think (laughs) because... I think because Chicago has so much history for ghosts and, like, H.H. Holmes and... I think that I think Chicago in and general. And the fire. <laughs> well, that happened too. Um, I think see our first episode. Also, be prepared for the terrible audio quality. Potato. We recorded on a potato. Potato quality. Potato yes. quality. Um, I think that that. I think Illinois has some crazy shit. There's some shit with Native Americans here, Illinois, man. Mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin too. Wisconsin's got a lot of serial killers. Oh, no. Yeah, it does. I would also say, like, Massachusetts, any of the founding colonies, like, Sixth Sense style. Salem. Remember? Totally. Yeah. 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 They have, like, the OG ghosts. Agreed. Oh, my God. My mom has some really cute shoes. Not anymore. They're yours now, bitch. They are really cute. (laughs) They're, like... Rhinestone. Wow, Presta. look at those. Those are Mom, fancy. Where are you going with these? We're holding out. <laughs> um, so well, I guess we can move into our topic for the day, which is the exciting new horror movie. Well, I think it was a horror movie. You guys maybe disagree. Called Midsummer. 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 Um, and. We wanted to record all... Th- we waited for a while to record this because we wanted to all three of us record together because we each have very differing opinions and I feel like it's going to be an interesting interesting ride. Which I feel like from what I've read, that seems to be the consensus. Like, very differing opinions. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's much more polarizing. If you're not sure what the movie is, why are you listening to this podcast? Two. Yeah, we'll do. Don't listen until midsummer. Yeah, like we did with Hereditary. Um, if you don't know what it is, um, it's this is gonna be full of spoilers. It's a the newest movie or the second movie, I suppose, by Ari Aster. Um, he wrote and directed it. He's the same dude who did Hereditary, and this is his uh, sophomore sophomore attempt. Um, sophomore slump. Is more no. like a sophomore high, I'd say. <laughs> I know. Um, I used to get made fun of because I literally thought the word was sophomore. Sophomore. Forever. I always think sophomore. So- oh, sophomore. I'd always be like, yeah, it's my sophomore year. Eh? My sophomore year of sophomore. high school. You get more soft. So uh, that's what it is. If you haven't watched it, don't listen to this. Stop it now and then uh, come back to us after you listen to it. Or yeah. don't. Whatever you feel is best for you. It's 2019. I feel like we should just like <laughs> go through the plot maybe and then like we can kind of just each talk about how how we enjoyed each part of it. So like cool. The beginning part I feel like started off very much hereditary like. Like that gave yes, me a super hereditary dark. vibe. Um, so the very brief synopsis, and then we'll go into each part, is a young girl has a boyfriend. She seems to be, they make her out to seem like she's kind of a mess emotionally, even before, um, a big catastrophic event happens. She seems to have a lot of issues with her sister. Um, her sister seems to be suicidal and have um, mental health issues, and the boyfriend seems to be trying to try to get out of this relationship with what they make it seem to be kind of an unstable girl. 
Yeah. She um, seems very codependent. Like, she clearly... He, she knows that he wants to break up with her. Yeah. But she's, like, kind of trying everything she can to, like, not let him break up with her. Mm-hmm. And his friends are like, dude, just fucking break up with her. Right. And um, his friends keep... He seems kind of... They make him out to be... He seems kind of, like, just, like, a regular old douche. Yeah. At the beginning, you... At the beginning, definitely, I felt, like... I was like, I, I, I empathize him a little with... I empathized with him a little bit at the beginning mm-hmm. just because it was like, this would be a really shitty position to be in where, like, you're just, like, it's, a like, this kind of emotionally shitty relationship. You don't really have that strong of feelings yeah. for this person. You've but been dating also, for, like, yeah. four years, but, like, and you're just kind of tired of it, and you but you don't know how to get out because, you know, you're You've a melded. passive person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then this huge event happens, and you see her whole family... Both her parents and her sister have died. And if you want to talk about that a little bit, I know you felt like that was kind of like a hereditary moment. Yeah. So that part, so this is like within the first like 10 minutes of the movie, her sister sends her a really creepy email that's like, everything's dark. I'm leaving. Mom and dad are coming with me. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? And is like really freaked out by it. Emails her back like three times. She doesn't hear anything. Let me stop you right there really quick. Because during that, I texted you guys about this. During that, like very like it, what seemed like, um, it just was very ominous. It had a very like, just like the air was like, flat. I don't know. I just, it was a very intense moment. Someone in the theater let out the biggest fucking fart I've ever heard in my life during when it was silent. And, like, you... Yes. And you could hear people, like, kind of snickering. But, of course, my fucking girlfriend, Emily, goes... (laughs) And just loses her mind. It was the worst timing of... It was just... It was actually perfect. That's fantastic. So anyway. anyway. I feel like Ari Aster is like a master at creating a sense of like what anxiety feels like mm-hmm, and totally. like yeah. what like I mean like this this scene felt very like this whole part of this the film felt very similar to the part in Hereditary where like he goes into the bed and it's just lying like after he like accidentally yeah. kills his oh. sister and is just like lying there and like waiting for his parents to find yes. his sister's body this is like how and I was like because you just know something's bad bad's gonna happen and as like a very anxious person who has like that feeling all the time about Literally everything. Yeah. Like, someone won't text me back for 10 minutes, and I'll be like, it's oh my god, impending doom. it's because they're dead! Yeah. Um, that, yeah. I think the yeah. reason why I like this movie better than Hereditary is that it wasn't all that. Like, because Hereditary felt like a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a lot of this, like, overarching doom that's like, something bad is going to happen, something bad is going to happen, something bad is going to happen, and this... Yeah. This was, like, the only moment in the movie that was kind of, like... I mean, there was a lot of moments in this movie that where you were, like, what the fuck? But, like, this was the only, like, super... I don't know. This is the moment that captured that Mm -hmm. feeling the most for me. So, basically, she gets the email. She's, like, calls her boyfriend, freaking out about it. He's, like, dude, you gotta ignore it. Like, you're enabling this kind of behavior. He's kind of an asshole about it. He hangs up. He's an asshole the whole time. He is. He is. It's bizarre, though, because it's, like, you... Like you said, you kind of almost, like, empathize with him a little bit in the beginning. Because you're like, because you don't know, you don't know if she's 
you know, like really crazy or exaggerated, really crazy. Yeah. exaggerated. Yeah. yeah, that's the perfect. And the thing word. is, he probably she probably has called him a million times about this stuff going on with her sister, and this is the only time that this actually happened. So right. she calls her parents then and leaves them a voice message, being like, "Hey, like I just got this really weird email from my sister. Like I don't know what's going on." And like, what you find out is that her sister had left the car running in the garage and like taped up a pipe to her parents' room. And just killed them while they were sleeping with mm-hmm. carbon monoxide poisoning. And then taped another, like, pole to her, or, like, another tube to her face. Which is, like, probably just as disturbing as, like, the fucking, you know, in the ring when they open up the closet. Yeah, it's a cool shot. It was, at the, it was a, I feel like, the similar style of, like, I saw her face. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It was a cool well, shot. And also based in true crime. Did you guys ever see that 2020 where Mm-mm. the husband did that to his wife? Oh my god! No. Like in the bedroom? Or to I her feel mouth? like that's yeah. such so a he... involved thing to do. Like I would wake no, up if I smelled he... gas in my room. Yeah, but maybe she not. was sleeping, and he taped up all the other ducts in the house except for hers. Jesus! And and ran the carbon monoxide into her room and killed her. It was like one of those churchy murders where he wanted mm-hmm. to marry someone else and couldn't divorce her. So yeah. death. Death is yeah, the answer. Yeah, so you're going to kill your wife. That seems like a good thing. Because divorce is a much bigger sin than murder. Oh, my God. As we all know. <laughs> um, but my question is, can you detect that, like, in an autopsy? Uh, yeah. I, would I think so. so. Okay. Yeah. But I think they thought it was an accident, you know, because that happens mm-hmm. sometimes. Like Yeah. Damn. Well, here's what I will say about that scene. I thought that scene was obviously super necessary, and we'll go into all that, like, why it was necessary to set the scene up. But the one critique I will say is that we got this, like, intense beginning. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was very... And, and I, I really, really wanted to go into this movie very much not comparing it to Hereditary. I wanted it to be its own movie. You can't help but do it because it had Ari... I mean, it was Ari Aster. It had... It was just... It's so him. There's so many, like, commonalities between the two. But he set this... What I thought was a really awesome, strong beginning, and they didn't touch on it at all throughout the rest of the movie. They didn't talk about it much... Or why, like, they didn't, for me, I guess I was left wanting, maybe it's because Grace and I, like, like that kind of style of horror a little bit better. Oh, yeah. I was left wanting to know more information about Mm -hmm. Sister, kind of how she got there, a little bit more about the parents. I just wanted a little bit more of that storyline. Yeah, I... To be fair, later on, it gets into how she finds her new family... Yeah, yeah, for later. sure. And then for also, sure. I feel like the movie is less about, like, what happened and more kind of like a meditation on grief. Yes. And, like, yeah. and just, like, and how you deal with fa- when bad things happen, like, mm-hmm. ha- at the type of person that you need around you. Yeah. And, like, the... So, basically, after this happens, her boyfriend can't break up with her because, you know, her whole family just fucking yeah. died. So, he it's ends like, up... Um, Ellie, you watched Happy Endings, right? Yeah. Remember when the backup dancer's mom died or whatever? Yes. I was actually, it's on Hulu now. <laughs> that show is so good. It was good. literally the greatest it, show if you've never seen it. It only it. got two seasons, and but they canceled it. Me, like, it's laugh out loud laughing. funny. Ugh. Yeah. They always, I mean, I feel like the best shows always get canceled after like a second. It was so yeah. good. 
It um, flew under the radar, but highly recommend, like, after a scary movie, if you need something light to watch, happy ending. Yep. It's so good. It's but yeah, that's like the same thing. So he doesn't break up with her. Go ahead. Yeah. So he doesn't break up with her and instead ends up inviting... So he's an anthropology graduate student and... Or anthropology? They all are. And they're all kind of twats. Yeah. So him and all of his, like, roommate friends... They're all anthropology grad students, and they're going on this trip to Sweden um, because one of them wants to write his thesis about this commune that one of their friends lives is from. Right. So he ends up... Pell. Yeah. Basically hell. So he ends up... No, Pell. Oh, his Pell. name is Pell. <laughs> I thought he said, hell. And I was like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's basically hell. Um, he... He's, like, in addition to being a shitty boyfriend, this guy is just kind of a shitty friend, like, a shitty person. Like, he's not, he's, like, one of those people, like, I just feel like I know so many fucking dudes like this who are just, like, conventionally good-looking, like, don't actually have their own personality, like, hang out with more interesting people and just kind of, like, suck their energy and, like, don't really add much to the conversation. And, like, and also is, like, kind of a flake and, like, not, never follows through on what he says he's gonna do. So he, like doesn't tell his girlfriend that he's going on this trip with them. Then he, then she finds out she gets mad, like, you know, like not even like mad, mad, but just like generally like, why wouldn't you tell me? I wouldn't have minded. So then he invites her to come and then tells his friend, Oh, but she won't come. And it's like, well, dude, like, like watching that. I'm like, God, I fucking know people like this where it's like, Oh, we all do. Like it was, it's her birthday. It was her birthday. Yes. Yeah. While they were there. Yeah. Yeah. It's her, it's her birthday when they, yeah. And he, like, forgets it's her birthday. So they all end up going on this trip together. They land in Sweden. It's, like, this gorgeous, like, field of flowers. Like, it's the antithesis of hereditary. Yes. It's, like, this... Which I hate. I oh, loved... I loved how bright it was. And I... You... I, I One thing I will say about this movie is there is not one fucking thing cinematically that I can fault in this movie. No. It was the no. it was gorgeous. I it was very beautifully shot. Yes. I think also so like the whole kind of point of the movie like I I think it was an interesting choice to set it in like the midnight sun because like mm-hmm. there's really no darkness after the first part of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's really no part of the movie that's dark and it's mm-hmm. all of these like horrible things happening like in bright sunlight and like this with flowers in their hair and like like wreaths and garlands. So and, it like, doesn't feel as no, scary. But it's still fucking scary. It's still weird. It's like the creepy because I feel like the creepiest things that have ever happened to me have happened to me during the day where you're like, what the fuck? You know what I yeah. mean? Like when your Keurig went on, for example. Like that was during Not the day. Not cool. And that was pretty <laughs> fucking terrifying. Not fucking cool. Or like, I don't know. So like I and being like no Norwegian and having spent a lot of time like in northern Norway mm-hmm. like th- there is something fucking creepy about the sun never going down yeah like there's something really weird about it being midnight and it feeling like it's like four o'clock outside like, I yeah it's very it like the last time I was there was in 2017 and I did not I think I slept like maybe three hours every night because mm-hmm. I would just like I was just gonna ask like do you lose sleep I'm really bad at sleeping when it's when it's always laid out because my body just thinks I'm napping. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, okay, I'll let you sleep for two hours at a time. And then, so like I would go to bed at like 10, then I'd wake up at midnight and then I'd be up for two hours and then I'd go back to sleep at two and then I'd be mm-hmm. asleep for an hour. And then and it was like, 
just caught and but like and then so I would just end up getting up and like walking around yeah and like doing stuff like just but there's nothing open and there's no it's so it's like yeah. almost like a ghost town Ugh. it's weird it's a weird like so can I, I just remind our listeners that Caroline speaks Norwegian yes I do speak Norwegian again the most useful language <laughs> I would say other than English that you could possibly know in the world I mean I use it on your job applications. I actually do have it on my resume, which is (laughs) not not necessary at all. Um, I just love that at our old job where I met Caroline, uh, there was someone else who spoke Norwegian. Who else spoke? Oh, Casey. Casey. That's right. We both went. We both went to Norwegian camp. Actually. Oh my god. (laughs) There's a Norwegian camp in northern Minnesota called Skogarden, and we both we both went there. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. But she was a couple years older than me, so. Norwegian. I don't know. We'd always talk shit about Brad in Norwegian. Just kidding. Just kidding, Brad. Love you. Love you, Brad. JK's. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so where were we? They so get anyway, yeah, they get to the, they get to, um, Sweden, Sweden. And they immediately take a bunch of psychedelic drugs, which... This is when, but when they, when they do the psychedelic drugs, this is where you get your first, like, real insight into Danny and what the, whatever the fuck his name is, the, the boyfriend, um. Just call him, like, Sad Sack. Like, <laughs> let's call him Chad. Yeah, He Chad. is a Chad, we'll dude. Chad. He's a fucking Chad. <laughs> um, so, it's when you get your first insight into, the, it's your first real insight into their relationship. Yeah. Where... You kind of are like, okay, maybe he's not so bad. He's not pressing her to do these things. She's kind of... And and so they offer them psychedelic drugs. She doesn't want to take them until she said she gets her footing and kind of sees where she is. Because they literally go to Sweden, take this car into the middle of nowhere, and they're... It's. I would be terror. I'd be yeah. petr. It's, They're just it's, in the middle of a field. That's and like my a nightmare. Stranger gives them. That is drugs. my actual nightmare <laughs> of going to a country, not knowing where I'm going, going somewhere. There's no cell service. I have no idea where we're staying. I have no like that to like relinquishing all control like that is my literal nightmare. Yeah. So and I feel like she felt similarly where she was like, I'm going. I want to have this experience after this horrific thing that happened in my life and then she gets there and they're like here let's do a bunch of mushrooms and she's like she's like this is the worst time right (laughs) and it's like she but you could tell she kind of wanted to for the experience but she wasn't ready yeah but and so he was like well you don't have to and i'll wait with you but you could tell there was tension there it was yeah their exchanges are always very uncomfortable and awkward and so this is the first time you kind of see that like really come out and then you're like, is he that shitty? Because he kind of takes her side. But then she's like, no, 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 no. And she's always apologizing to him. And then she just ends up fucking taking the mushrooms. Yeah. And, like, I, I feel like this is, the, their relationship is so, like, I feel like everyone has been in a relationship like this where it's just, like, such a weird, like, push and pull of, Eggshells. Like, where it's like, yeah, you're walking yeah. on eggshells, like, like, she's not completely blameless in the way that she acts either because she's just, like, so, like, she's very needy. Um, yeah, but I at agree. The same, but, but, like, it's just, like, you've been, I've, like, I've been that person before. Mm-hmm. I've been her. Yeah. Where it's, no, like, totally. I don't want you, I just want to make it, sure it, that everything's going to be fine with you. And, like, and it's just, like, you're just, like, oh, So it's, like, that's, like, horrifying to watch in I know. itself. 
So they take the mushrooms and they have this kind of like weird trip and she ends up running into the woods by herself because she starts thinking about her family. Mm -hmm. And then she passes out and they wake her up and are like, yo, we just found you in the woods. And that's one thing about this movie is it's, I think that was the beginning of where it's like basically one big fucking acid trip. Everyone's always high. Everyone's fucked up, and you're supposed to feel, as the viewer, I think, disoriented as well. And I will say, this is the most accurate representation of psychedelic drugs that I've ever seen on film. Um, I think it's important to note the characters. So, there's Danny, there's her boyfriend, there's two of his friends, and then there's Pell, who is from this region of Sweden. He's from this place, so he is the one bringing them there for this festival. And that's a really important part because he kind of sets off the chain of events. Yeah, he's bringing... And when they get there and take the psychedelic drugs, he meets his brother, who also brought two people from England. And New York. To kind of see the festival. Okay, the thing... Here's the thing, though. I When I was watching this, I feel like you just immediately know that something's bad is going to happen, but it, like, doesn't. Yeah. It's, like, a very strange feeling that Ari Aster was able to to get out of the audience. At least this is how I felt. I knew something bad was going to happen. I knew bad things were going to happen, but they don't. I was like, she's going to do drugs. and You didn't think the initial sacrifice was bad? Well, we're not there yet. Yeah, at the, at the first drug taking oh, part, we're almost <laughs> like, but I was like, oh my god, she's gonna do drugs, and then she's they're gonna take advantage of her, or something's gonna happen, or this that, and the other, and it doesn't. She yeah. just has a everything's bad fine. Trip. She has a bad trip. She's had a panic attack, passes out in the woods, and then they find her, and everyone's fine. And which okay. I think is also very another reason why it's like very representative of like how acid trips can be because like you'll be like something bad is going to happen you're mm-hmm. like you really you like some if you're having like a bad trip or whatever if you're in a weird situation you're like this is like you just feel that impending sense of doom and you're like yeah. this is a bad thing this, this is, is really be bad, bad for yeah. yeah totally and so like that's another i just i just think he's so good at capturing that like clearly he's done a lot of psychedelic drugs like good for you yeah. Ari good good for you Ari Aster. um but yeah yeah. No, and that's the thing, like, I know what you're saying, like, once it gets to the, the sacrifice part or whatever, but before that, there's still a long period, there's a full hour of the movie before that happens. That happens at the hour mark. Does it really? Yes. That's a- the, t- the two guys Correct. That, that happened, happened at the, at the hour, hour mark? mark. That's crazy. What the so fuck? So that's why you, you know bad things are happening, and then they do this, they... They show, like, the, the cloth with the fucking weird-ass, like, ritual of the chick cutting her pubes off and bleeding into a cup. And, Whoa. you know. Yeah, which, which happened. happened. They show he all of that. It. They Yeah, he pulls, a, he pulls a pube out of his mouth and his is a little pink head was yeah. darker than the rest but those, of And then, you know, all these kind of little things are leading up and you're like, something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen. And then it kind of doesn't. But then you're like, holy shit, it's so weird because you're seeing all their rituals and all their weird things and you're like, that's scary, it's creepy, when it's honestly not. Yeah. It's not, it's just different. Yeah. And even... Maybe that's why I was so yeah. bored because it took an hour for anything <laughs> well, to Well, he even makes a comment, Danny, you know, he's like, well, this would be weird to, their stuff is weird to them or our stuff is weird to them. And yeah. So, and then they have that really weird dinner with those two older people and you're like, 
the fuck? And then as soon as they went to the top of the, the cliffs, cliff. I was like, they're going to jump off. Well, and that's where the runes come in, just to happen a little bit. So, in the ritual, these two elderly people who supposedly can no longer take care of themselves in terms of mm-hmm. ritual mm-hmm. that I read up on. Um, although they looked yeah, fairly I think they were just 72 or whatever. Yeah, 72. Yeah. So, like, in the... Yeah, yeah, in this cult, like, each age group has, like, a different, like, type of... Yeah, like, season. They each represent yeah. a season of life. Yeah. So, like, after after 72, you're deemed, like, no longer, like, useful to the family, and then you die. Right. So, these two cut their palms, and then they wipe their blood on two different runes, and the two runes that they write them on or wipe them on are the runes that are on Danny and her boyfriend's costume. Oh. In the end. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of some foreshadowing after the fact. Um, and it's just kind of like, so they wipe their blood, both of them, and then they jump off this cliff and the man doesn't die and someone whacks him with like an... what. It's a mallet. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a death mallet. mallet. A death mallet. That would be a great, great band name. Yeah, death mallet. Death mallet. Yeah. Yeah, death mallet. That's what this podcast should have been called. It's like, <laughs> it's like a cartoon it mallet. Is. And they just bash his face that's in. That's the first, I feel like that scene is the first, Other, I mean, other than the first scene with her parents and the up close on the sister, I think that's the first, like, taste yeah. of our and I mean, it's pretty fucking gory it is it's like intense. you see oh you my gosh well his whole yeah face you see the whole pummeled. face get pummeled and even when the woman jumps and yeah, dies dude, like i thought that was more disturbing like you see her like entire body just like crumple in her, her face. face like it's uh, it, was, it was like jaw dropping like similar to in like a couple scenes in hereditary you're like holy what the fuck? shit yeah well i'd also at the end i'll i'll share i uh, watched a video that had some parallels mm-hmm. with Hereditary because Ari Aster did it is a parallel of grief mm-hmm. just yeah. a different type that was grieving so, like I'll a family and this one seems to be grieving yeah. a breakup this is a relationship yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but I yeah that was that was wild and I think the coolest part about that was Danny seemed to be the only... I mean, obviously, all of the outsiders were very upset. The dude from London was also yeah. really upset about this ritual. Oh, my God. He yeah. was like, Yeah, I want to go. They were all really uh, upset. Because, yeah. you know, um, the what's the Swedish one's pal? He didn't... He and his brother didn't give the any outsiders context any context, yeah. any heads up. Just kind of let them see it. Right. And the only one other than the dude from New York or London who seemed to be upset was Danny. But then it was it was interesting because she did calm down relatively quickly after her boyfriend was like, this is, he, maybe because he's an anthropology major, he kind of under, quote unquote, understood it a little bit more. He like rationalized he it. He rationalized it. And that to me was terrifying that these people were doing this insane thing in the middle of the day and it was point blank. The death mallet was mur like point blank murder, and they were able to justify it so easily 
just by saying, oh, well, that's their culture. But was it really the middle of the day? Yeah, that's you true. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, that's the been, whole thing. It could have been late at night. It could have been at eight at night. Ooh. Like, that's kind of the disorienting factor. But it's also, like, it also made me really not afraid. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like, it, like the realism of it was so, like, the normalization of it was mm-hmm. what was horrifying to me. That because, was the like, scariest part to it me, It was too. just, like, people, like, when, because when, like, something bad like that does happen, like, in real life, and, like, if you're witnessing it... Like, it doesn't, you can so easily be like, that's not real. And you kind of, like, disassociate from the situation. And you're like, that's not real. Or, like, it's real, but, like, that's just, like, how things have to be. And and the way that, like, the woman was like, no, 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 like, this is beautiful. And, like, when my time comes, like, I will do it too. And all this, it's like, just, like, you just saw somebody's face get smashed in with a fucking hammer. And, and you're like, all fine. And, but, but everyone is celebrating. And, like, that, I feel like is, like, I don't know. Maybe I've just had, like, fucked up shit happened to me before. but like having you know like when you see stuff like that it's so hard to like think that it's real mm-hmm. and like I felt like that was like the the point of that I don't know mm-hmm. like that's why I don't know it really resonated with me where it was like that was the horrifying part was wasn't the things that happened but the way that people reacted yes. to it yes totally and people calmed that. down pretty quickly like Danny calmed down pretty quickly after it was like she it they were able to rationalize it in a way that she wasn't panicking anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I would have stopped fucking freaking out. No, I would. I would have been. Get, I'm. I, I'll walk back out. We walked in. I'm. I know. Walk right back out. Like, I would have been like that. And you would have been the one thrown up in the fucking chicken coop. Then Grace, that would have been you. <laughs> I know. With the, with the oh. bear. Oh, so I feel like I don't. Okay. Just a whole host of fucking weird ass shit happens after this. I mean, what? The Chidi from the Good Place like tries to steal this like anthropology. Oh, this... Why? 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 Chidi. So Chidi <laughs> from the Good Place that? decides that he wants to write his thesis on this Midsummer Festival, and like fucking sad sap Chad over here is like, oh, I want to do mine on that too because I have no original thoughts and, <laughs> and I'm like, a big and I'm just actually like the worst friend and boyfriend of all time. And he's like, fuck you, man. And so Chidi, in order to like get out ahead of him, decides to go steal this like weird Bible thing from this um Kate, this like strange house where they keep this inbred child. Yeah. Um, he's the oracle. inbred oracle. He's the um, <laughs> and he's he's the or he is like the most knowledgeable in the society. He makes yeah, yeah that decisions. was totally ripped off of like three hundred. Just want to point that out there. <laughs> oh my god, I still haven't seen it, and your mom will still comment. But am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That that was a rip. Um, also, this whole movie was like based off like it's like was very similar to The Wicker Man, and it was very similar. Mm-hmm. The Wicker Man. Yeah, 100%. and it was also very similar to... There was also a movie called Midsummer with the same plot. Really? And Ari Aster acknowledged that this was a nod to that movie. What? I had never even heard of that movie. Yep. Well, he also connected it to Hereditary and his mm-hmm. own... <laughs> so, yeah. So, Chidi tries to steal his book, and at this point, like, the most annoying friend has already been, like, dragged off by some... Well, the most annoying friend has been, like... S- seduced by some random girl and then just like disappeared and no one knows where he was is. Was that the funny guy? Yeah, it yeah. was the funny guy from Bandersnatch. Yeah, the guy from but Bandersnatch. It was, it's, okay, Bandersnatch. so we got Bandersnatch, 
We got the good place. Chad. 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 Chibi. Chidi. Chidi. Uh, that's our characters. So, and Danny. So, yeah, but the thing is. Isn't there Bander- another? Oh, and then Pell. And Pell. Yeah. But and Bandersnatch Pal. is a piece of shit, and he went and pissed all over their elder tree. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, like, then this girl comes and seduces him and murders him, and then the when Chidi goes in to steal, like, the Bible book, um, the inbred oracle guy ends up killing him with the murder mallet wearing Bandersnatch's face. Yeah, that was wild. Which was I fucking yeah, liked pretty that. fucked up. Yes, that was some... Texas Chainsaw. That was shit. some real. That was some. It, that was some imagery right there. It really was. Um, <laughs> so like that. That and that was actually one of the darker scenes in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Like dark. I mean light wise. Oh, for sure. Because it was in like a dark house and in. So like interesting. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I okay. So the movie was fucking two hours and forty minutes long. Jesus. It was so long. And I, I I had to pee at some I've, point. So I sprinted to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was gone maybe a minute, but I walked out during. The scene, I guess, where that fucking 300-ass oracle was, like, scribbling shit on pages and, like, putting them in the book. So I, like... And Emily tried to explain what I missed. I literally only missed a minute of it. I don't understand why... Okay. So this motherfucker scribbles on a piece of paper and they translate it and they make a bunch of books and it's always changing and I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't understand that part either. I don't think... Okay. Did you understand it, Grace? Mm. Um... So, I don't understand exactly that part, but I was reading a lot about the runes and the actual symbolism in in the movie and, like, what was painted on the boarding houses, Mm -hmm. like, ceiling and all that stuff. And all of it um, kind of uh, is a precursor to the rest of the movie. It shows you what's going to happen. Like... In the first few scenes that they're in there, in the in the tent or that big the church, it's like a barn. Yeah, yeah, the church bo- barn. No, not not the temple. The barn they're sleeping they, in. Where, the barn, yeah. The barn they're sleeping yeah. in. Yeah. Um. And it shows the period blood in the pubes, <laughs> like it shows the bear. It shows um, the first sacrifice. It shows the impregnation which we'll talk about later but like it shows all of it within the first like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds of them being yeah. there. that tapestry showed which that is yeah really the cool, tapestry showed that whole story too with the in his apartment mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah i thought it was so funny when they walked in and there was a bear and they were like why is there a bear and pal just goes it's just a bear it's a bear <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a bear in a cage in the middle of the fo- like in the field and they're like well, and so Pell Pell had a rune on his what are we going to call it costume yeah like maybe tunic whatever tunic um that says uh like voyager or messenger mm-hmm. he's the one who was sent out into the world to find outsiders the the queen Oh, the no, May Queen? The Midsummer Queen. The May Queen? Yeah. yeah. The May Queen. Right. Um, and and he had to do whatever he could to get her there. Interesting. So that's why he was so excited when he was like... She decided yeah. to come. Yeah. And, and just to kind of relay it back to the front, um, 
in those first scenes where you see the gas going into the parents' mm-hmm. room, there's a there's a crown of yellow and white flowers on the bedside table. Oh yeah. Mm. There's also now I'm thinking about it. She in in Danny's room at home. There's a giant poster on the wall of a princess kissing a bear. <laughs> yes. Well. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see theory, this movie again. I just watched Hereditary. I need to. I really yeah. need to. I saw Hereditary three times in theaters. I saw it three times. Yeah, I saw it three times in theaters. I own it. I've seen it like I would say without exaggeration, maybe like eight nine times now. But let me just say, so Pell being, oh sorry, being this messenger, he sought out Danny and kind of convinced the Chad to bring her. Um, he was like, just bring her, you know, like she's having a hard time, just mm-hmm. bring her. And in this one theory that I read, it was like he killed her parents and made her depressed. And made her come to Sweden. See, because she had to be the maid. I was thinking, like maybe, like I was kind of hoping that there'd be some kind of tie back to the sister with the mm-hmm. with the cult. I mean, like I maybe that's too much and too weird. And like, see, but that's what I, but that's what I was yeah. saying in the beginning. Like, I wanted a callback. I needed, yeah. something. yeah, I needed for me. Like, I liked the movie. Caroline loved the movie. Grace didn't love I it. Hate Grace it. didn't love it. I I I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every minute. I thought it dragged a little bit, but that's it I drag. needed Ugh. a callback to that beginning scene. And I needed yeah. a call- And this is supposed to be that. Yeah, but you know what? I get that like she needed to get it was an evolving of her finding her new family. I, I get it. Cool, love, love it, but I. N- no, not even that. It's not even. No, that. this is just it my was... opinion. In my opinion, I needed oh. more. Oh, I needed Sorry. more. Be... Like oh, I, yeah. I just needed more. I like didn't. Mm. I didn't think it was developed well, in enough. In Hereditary, they tie it up in such a nice yes, bow. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, I feel like that was too much for me in Hereditary, though. I was like, okay, uh. like all right, everything wraps up and the, it's all connected. Like I feel like. I don't oh, I know. loved it. I don't see. I need. I need. Like resolution. the end of Hereditary That's to like me was just like I funny. Horror. I didn't even think it was scary. I was just like literally laughing the whole time. The I thought it was awesome. <laughs> like I liked it. I obviously liked it, but I. It's like one of those movies that I don't really need to watch again because I just like, just like the feel like that like anxiety feeling. Like I'm like I literally feel that every day. I don't. I don't <laughs> need it. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, let me just pull up. Do we? What else do we have to say about the plot? Well, okay, yeah. Let's let's just keep this moving. So, yeah. basically, uh, people start disappearing, and everyone's like, "Oh, they left, or they they're somewhere." And there's like all these rationalizations made for it. On like the last day of the festival, there's um, it's basically just Danny and Chad left, and um, Danny ends up they have like separate the men and the women, and Danny ends up doing this like maypole dance where like they have to like run mm-hmm. around the maypole and then whoever is left at the end is the may queen and of I course loved that yes. scene so i loved much. it too and she woke up out of nowhere like being put in mm-hmm. this. so it was like yeah what? it was just so cool to see she went back and forth between being i'm trying to get this to think that i'm standing my apple watch um she is it telling you to take it's a walk? It's telling me to stand. I hit my move and my exercise goal today, but not my stand goal. Um, <laughs> it's, 
Katniss Stanko. So um, I loved that she goes back and forth between, like, because she drinks this tea because she's fucking drugged the whole damn time. The The whole whole time. time. And she goes back and forth between being terrified and very disoriented and confused to, like, having the time of her life. Yeah. And And I love it. And she's, like, she's very confused that she's having Mm -hmm. the time of her life. Totally. She's like, why am I so happy about this? And also, just aesthetically, um, she wakes up and has this, like, beautiful, glowing, bronze skin. She does. Like, she didn't have that for the rest of the movie, so it's kind of a signifier of her transformation into Mm -hmm. the potential May Queen. Um, Which, I I read a lot about the, you know, the colors and the runes and the... Are you you right? (laughs) Ellie's doing calisthenics. (laughs) I know, yeah, that's so... So she ends up. She ends so up. She being, woke up like yeah. glowing she's and glittering yeah. and winning. She's ringing around the yeah. rosy. Winning. Meanwhile, on the yeah. on the men's side of things, um, well, not quite men's side. Chad. Chad gets pulled into the leader's house, and the leader's like, "So, um, this like fourteen year old girl has been uh, approved to mate with you, and this girl's been giving him the eye." The whole time. Like, she's, like, kind of creepy looking. She's a redhead. Not not the redheads are creepy. It just, like, you know. She is a she little. She is. But, Pell, um, I will say, Pell kind of alluded to it. Because, yeah, he's like, oh, my sister has a thing for you. Well, and on top of that, um, when they were kind of doing, um, when. Christian. His, His name is Christian. Christian. Oh, Chad. correct. Whatever. His Chad. name's Chad. <laughs> Chad and we're uh, close Chad enough. and the dude from The Good Place were like, how do you prevent, because it's such a small group they were like they asked him point blank how do you prevent incest and they tell him we don't approve of incest we have to bring in outsiders so it's foreshadowing some shit's about to go down with this very scary puby redhead yeah so basically they like drug him they they give him drugs too and then they lead him into this barn and all of the women are standing there completely naked like holding hands, and then the redheaded girl is sitting there in the middle of the circle, and P just has to fuck her while they all are like, yes, absolutely, and like match her noises, which is fucking terrifying. It was, that was the scary, the, for me, this was the scariest scene in the movie. Um, and then after, I was like, what? After Emily, Danny, yeah. Emily turned to me and goes, what the fuck? And she was like, so, <laughs> she was so distraught. It was a very disturbing scene. And he's like, I mean, it's basically a rape scene because he doesn't really want to be there, but he also just does it anyway because he's just, like, such a sad, sap dude that he, like, can't... He doesn't make any of his own decisions. And he's also on drugs. And the drugs drugs give him a boner? I don't... I don't know. Whatever... Probably probably the drugs gave him a boner. She gave him her menstrual bread and her pubes. pubes, So who knows? I mean... Who among (laughs) us hasn't tried to seduce someone by bleeding into their champagne and cutting off a few of their pubes? (laughs) I mean, like, pretty much every boyfriend I've ever had... Guilty! (laughs) ...has been seduced in some way like that. Some sort of weird period (laughs) ritual. Whether it's leaving a bloody tampon under their pillow, you know, just just for them to find. (laughs) Just, like, as a nice gift. It's just a gift. It's just a gift. That whole time, it was just like, okay, please be yeah. done. Please yeah. be over. But like, it's, let this it end. also showed their, like, quote-unquote, family, like, supporting in 
in the most intense possible way. Yeah. They're all breathing like this girl. They're all making the same noises like this girl. They're sharing in this experience with her in the most, like, intimate, animalistic way you could possibly think of. And that actually, like plays in so like one of my like the the kind of the crux of the movie for me i feel like was after so danny sees this happening and is like oh my god he's like fucking some girl and she like freaks out and runs into the barn and is like sobbing and all the other girls run into the barn with her and start like matching her sobs and like in a way that like throughout the whole movie she's been kind of like numb and trying to deal with grief but like you know, like, her whole family's dead, but, like, her boyfriend's very emotionally distant. Like, she just has to pretend that nothing's wrong. And, like, everybody around her pretends that nothing's wrong. So she, like, feels like she has to meet them at that, like, oh, it's fine, it's fine level. But and, all like, she wants is for somebody to just be there yeah. for her. And so these girls are, like, literally there for her in the most intimate way where they're, like, she's screaming her pain and they're matching her pain and they're just there with her and staring at her yeah and like just crying at the same like every noise she makes every like sob she makes they make the same noise and it's like i don't know i feel like that was such a i don't that i feel like that was the whole point of the movie Mm -hmm. was like when when you're grieving you can't you can't rely like the people that are around you need to be people that can meet you where you are and need to be people that like are okay with you expressing the way that you feel and not people that make you pretend that everything's okay like you shouldn't be you shouldn't surround yourself with people that like won't match your grief or won't like listen to it i don't know i think that's the moment where danny finally switched yeah and where she was like i think that's the moment that danny realized these people are here for me in a way that she yeah yeah she had more in common with yeah. them than she did she was with like the she, she yeah. like beca- she that was the moment she like joined the family i felt like that too yeah. yeah yeah and also um previously we didn't mention this but at one point before that had happened pal was like i kind of coming on to danny yeah. yeah. No, he was always very affectionate. Yeah. But he was her, also so. very kind. Like, it was, like, not a, in a creepy way. Like, mm-hmm. I was always, like, oh, like, I was kind of waiting for it to become, like, a creepy thing, but it never did, where he was just, like, you know, I lost my parents, too, and you have to, like, talk about it. You have to, like, you have to express those emotions. Like, you can't just, like, keep them bottled up inside, and yeah. she's just, like, doesn't want to talk about it. I still don't know, though, if that was a manipulation or if he truly meant that. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, it could be both. I think it's a yeah. both. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. I think he knew that she needed to be their May mm-hmm. Queen, and I think that he also tried to empathize with her past, but, like, really knew the importance of her future, especially in his family's mm-hmm. life and, and, like, his culture. Totally. Um, it's getting a little into it, but, um, yeah, I mean, this movie is just chock full of symbolism and mise-en-scene and, like, all of that. It's, like, it's, it was almost comical to a point, like, I was, like, man, there's literally a sign in every shot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, there's, and there's probably, like, 50 signs in every shot. I, oh, my God, my favorite, like, like literal shot of the movie is when so okay she sees him banging that girl loses her shit goes into the barn kind of finds her family they um we skipped over a few things but it's not super important but 
My favorite shot is when she's just in a fucking pyramid of flowers. Yes. In the May Queen yes. suit. Yes. And I'm and she's I just watched like, it and I was like, like her <laughs> little head. Yeah. She's like stuck. <laughs> and I was I like and, but I, he's also stuck in the same way, but in the bear. Like yeah. he's yeah. like oh, it's basically yeah. yeah. so, so they like yeah. after he fucks this girl. They, like, drug him again, and then he wakes up, and they're like, oh, you're not going to be able to move or talk, and um, Danny, our May Queen, gets to decide the last sacrifice, if it's going to be you or if it's going to be somebody else, like, another, a random person from the cult. Well, they sew him into a goddamn bear. Yeah. And so she chooses him, and then they... S- How about that workaholic? Oh, my God. <laughs> that so fucking funny. And they kill a Bitch bear. Bitch better have my honey. <laughs> Bitch better have my honey. <laughs> and they put him inside the fucking bear. Yeah. And then they it's, burn I mean, him that's alive. Direct, I mean, that's, that's like a, didn't, a direct nod to fucking Wicker Man. Wicker yeah. Man. Um, but it's just so it's a, satisfying. By the end of the movie, you... I kind of want him to die. You want him to die. And also... Yeah. I didn't I didn't think she was going to choose him. I still thought no. And then I, and then she And did then when and, and then great. when she does, she just is ha- like free. I don't know. It's yeah. like she's the queen. Yeah. I just I don't know. I love I fucking loved it. I don't know what it was about it. I think it was it was it was it was scary, but it wasn't like it didn't make me feel dread all the time. Yeah. And it, like, was kind of a hopeful... Ellie and I were talking about this. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. no I just... I feel like it, it made me... Because, I, I mean, objectively, if you're looking at it like this actually happened, like, of course, like, he did not deserve to die. But she... But, like, the, the symbolism of it is, like, the relationship was done. And she mm-hmm. needed to let it go. And she needed to, like, move on and, like, be, like find who she was and like find her family and like leave behind mediocre Chad. Mm-hmm. And and she had nothing to go back to. No. No, she didn't. And I feel like Ari Aster is um her. He puts himself in her position mm-hmm. in terms of his past relationship. This movie is supposed to be like an ode to his biggest breakup. Yeah, I mean like, it's it's very very it, metaphorical it's either, he, he's either her or the chad mm-hmm. but i feel like he's more her because he comes out on top the chad the chad or maybe he felt like that's what someone did to him like left yeah. him behind and like sacrificed right. him yeah i yeah. loved and she the scene up. where the yellow temple is burning mm-hmm. and they just yeah. like bring in like those people that were already sacrificed and they're just like so stuffed with hay and then they're like, oh, you won't feel any pain. Yes. And then they give them these, like, weird drops. And they're like, you're not going to feel any pain to the two people that are still alive that volunteered to die. And then they start burning. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what a great, I don't know. Yeah. It was a dark comedy, though. Yeah, it was. It Fucking Bandersnatch. Was Bandersnatch. Yeah. I, I, I would say if I were to rate this movie out of 10, I would give it... A seven and a half. I'd give it a four. I'd give it like a high nine point five above it. I it was fucking But again, like I think that everyone needs to realize that I'm like genetically engineered to love this fucking movie because it's literally yeah, like my fucking She's culture. The most Scandinavian like, like Nordic. Not woman only we is know. it like literally just like my 
heritage, but it's also, like, creepy as fuck. And, like, those are two things that I am. Like, Scandinavian and, and creepy, creepy as, as fuck. fuck. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just moved. It was too slow for me. Like, I... It was a, it was an even heart, slower burn than Hereditary, which is... It was such a slow burn. Like, at least Hereditary had pops. Like, yeah. relatively regular yeah. pops in it. I will say, like, um, apparently it was supposed to be even longer, and there's going to be a director's cut that, oh, like, Christ. left out... Oh, Jesus well, that left out Christ. other, like, fucked up things. Like, uh, other... Of then the, they should have put it in. Yeah. So what I want to see is that, because I want to see, because, like, there was a couple scenes, I was looking this up, like, there's a couple scenes in the trailers that aren't in the movie mm-hmm. that are, like, other rituals, and yeah. one of them has somebody, yeah, one of them has somebody, like, seemingly floating, which is interesting, because, like, there was nothing. <laughs> That's a little more supernatural. Yeah, then. but then again, like, I was probably drugs, like, because there's true. nothing objectively That's supernatural true. in this movie, which I think is also something, like, maybe that, I like, that would be a point against it for me if I didn't love it so much because I like, I like it when movies aren't like, oh, it was the drugs, but like, this is like, you don't really know what they're praying to or who the like black god is that they're talking about. Like, you don't see anything magical, but like, it still has this very magical feeling mm-hmm. that like. Hereditary definitely had the supernatural. Oh. <laughs> they had the witchcraft. They had the like they fucking had the crawling devil worship on the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of hereditary. I already told Grace this. I made, I forced my dad to watch Hereditary with me last week. And my dad is like the OG horror fanatic. Mm -hmm. That's where I get it from. And he watched it and was so unamused. Like he did not, like he. He was just nonplussed. He just was. Just didn't react. No, he didn't react. (laughs) When fucking, when. Her head, Charlie. when Charlie's head hits the pole, I remember the first oh. time I saw that, and I've seen it so many times now. We both screamed. We screamed. I mean, it was actual insanity. Oh, my, my God. My dad didn't even fucking flinch. And he goes, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I was like, Dad, did you not? And when and Tony Collette's screaming, and I'm like, Dad, did that not affect you at all? He's like, he's like, I seen some shit. He, he literally was I like, it. he was like, that, that was a lot. And then at the end, he goes, well, that was interesting. I'm glad you liked it. That's such a Midwestern dad thing to say. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. He was like, I'm, I'm glad I'm you, glad liked, you it. liked it. That is the most like, Midwestern was, dad thing yeah, to ever was say. Like, it was, he's like, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of bored. He was uh, bored. Yeah. That's, he's like, it's, he said he's like, it's too, um, God, what did he say? Uh, artsy? Yeah, too artsy. <laughs> No, cerebral. Are you kidding me? My dad's it. DeKalb. Born and uh, raised. So, no, he was like, oh, it was too artsy. He's like, I'll stick to Pumpkinhead. I'm like, all right, dad. Yeah. <laughs> you do you. Um, I love that. Uh, I feel I like do. that's a perfect segue into what have we been watching. Oh, yeah. wait, Grace. Oh, we gave it our score. You yeah. gave it a four, 7.5. You give it a nine 9.5. and a half. All right. Yeah. Well, wait. What? I was just bored. What would you have rated Hereditary, Grace? Uh, nine. Okay. Yeah, I would do nine. I would have given Hereditary a seven. Okay. Yeah. See, it's just different taste. Like, I need it to be dark. Absolutely. I need it to be like actually physically like scary. Yeah. Yeah. But like, at least I feel like it's not. For me, this felt like a suspense. Like it was kind of a thriller. thriller. Yeah. It wasn't a horror movie to me. If, If. 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's an opinion. You know, mm-hmm. you can have it. Yeah, you are. That, that's an opinion. You are entitled to it. <laughs> um, so, okay, what have you been watching? Um, well, Caroline and I we talked about this last week briefly, but Caroline and I talked about Euphoria oh last night. Um, just about the fashion and the makeup. Is like, that with Zendaya? Yeah. Also, okay. Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya and Hunter. What's her name? S. Thompson. Hunter Farrow or something? I don't know. I follow her on Instagram. I'll look it up. I don't know, but she's a trans woman, and she is gorgeous, and she, like, makes the same. Is she the one that was in, um, damn it, the movie that I loved and you didn't? I fucking loved it. Hunter Schaefer is her name. Hunter Schaefer. Is she in, um... She's, like, so beautiful. Wait. She Grace. wasn't in anything that I'd seen, I don't Oh, think. no, I'm thinking of a different girl. Um, I'm thinking of the girl who was in, God, uh, an, uh, Assassination Nation. Oh, oh, Avi, or Ta- or whatever her name um, is. I yes, fucking love I her. I, I also loved that movie, and Grace did not, and I was... She was in You. Oh, okay. As cool. well. If you loved Assassination Nation, you will love Euphoria. Yeah, Euphoria is like... It's like the same vibe. Euphoria is like Skins meets Degrassi, like... Meets 13. Meets 13, but like more beautiful and fucked up than all of those things. More aesthetic. Yeah. And like also, I think it reminds me of Degrassi so much because Drake is an executive producer and like you can tell. Okay. And it had... But like it's like... And the music. And the music and like the... And like the narration and the kind of... It's like got this like magical realism quality that's really... Like it kind of like goes out... And it's just, like, the fucking fashion. Like, I swear to God. I don't know if teens are actually dressing like this today, but, like, what the fuck? Like, I actually recently was at my parents' house, and I found a bunch of pictures of myself from high school. And And we've all seen them on Instagram, Caroline. I mean, I thought I was pretty fucking cool in high school, but apparently... (laughs) I wasn't. I was... I looked like a fucking, like, straight out of a teen beat cattle. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, not flattering, not good low rider Abercrombie jeans like so low that like my vagina was about to show well, you were on trend fucking Hollister polos fucking long pearls like I was Paris Hilton or something oh my god that's my favorite uh, thing layered lazy tank tops is that like the, our fashion was like the worst like you go back to the 90s it was fun it was kind of like it is today but like today it's like space 90s like, you go back to the 80s, like, okay, the 80s were a little fucked up. Do not say that about the 80s in front of me. Because the 80s were everything. The 80s were better than the early 2000s. It's true. Which is... I have I have dressed the same way since I was 12 years old. Yeah. yeah. It's just jeans t-shirts. and t-shirts. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I were in high school <laughs> today, I would be fucking thriving. Yeah. I would be running that shit. You would. It, yeah, we were talking about it. There are, are several characters. that They all have different styles, but it's all super... Polished? Like, almost near futuristic. Oh, okay. No, like, their makeup is, like, some of them will have, like, glitter tears or, like, have clouds mm-hmm. drawn around their eyes. Even just, like, at school. Yeah. Is it set now? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but it's California. It's, like, super, it's super, California. super fashionable, like... like like a Billie Eilish. You need teams. to watch it. Oh no, I will watch it. It sounds cool, but that just sounds like way too much work. No, just wait till you no, see. No, you'll it. be like, I would minimum. do that. Work. Oh no, I'll I'll watch it. I'm interested in. It. I'm saying, putting myself as a 17 year old, I rolled out of bed oh, no. and came to school in a hoodie every day. 
Like, Same. I made an effort, and my effort was like that. My effort, I still looked like a fucking dumbass. Like, <laughs> why, I put so much eyeliner underneath my eyes, you guys. Same. And not, yes, and not in the, the waterline. The waterline. Yeah. Uh, the waterline eyeliner has to go. Uh, never again. I plucked again. my eyebrows that to is... oblivion. Like, I mean. I wasn't allowed to. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't do uh, that. Luckily. I used sun in, like, Ugh, anyway, we don't need to go into it, but basically, okay, Euphoria is what amazing. Else? Today, I watched um, Thoroughbreds. Have you guys seen that? No. Um, it's kind of like a slow-moving, dark comedy slash drama. It was the last movie that Anton Yelkin was in before he died. Ooh. You remember Anton Yelkin? Yeah. He was a Charlie... What's mm-hmm. his name? Char- uh, yeah. Uh... Ellie, you would know who he was if I sent you. Yeah, you, he's, he's like in Star Trek. Oh, he looks okay. like he would have been in Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, but it was okay. It's about these two girls in upstate Connecticut. Like they're really upscale. Oh yeah. They go to they go to boarding schools and they like try and hatch a plan to kill one of their stepdads mm. and like the other one has antisocial personality disorder like is an actual psychopath mm. and it's like i'll do it and it's like <laughs> well, okay i saw yeah. a really fucking good movie it's on amazon prime for five dollars i think if you want to rent it but it's called headcount oh okay and i've heard of it but I it's by it. it's like this real this new director her name's l callahan she's like also really gorgeous so follow her on instagram um, I mean, gorgeous and talented. <laughs> what more can you ask what for? What more can you ask for? But um, it's like these <laughs> teens rent a house in Joshua Tree and like shit gets real weird. And it's... I feel like everyone's in Joshua Tree. Everyone is. And like, I don't... After seeing that movie, I don't really want to be, to be honest. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem like a place that uh, feels safe to me. But, but I also feel like I just get scared out in the country in general. Like anytime... Anytime I go to a small town, I'm like, I'm going to get murdered here. Like, I objectively know that I'm probably safer in a small town, but, like, there's something... Mm-hmm. Of, like, yeah. at least probably in the city, my neighbors would that, hear uh, me get murdered. Like, they yeah. might call the police. Say, are you about to talk about Listen, the gator? I was just going to talk about you're probably better <laughs> out there because Chicago has an alligator. <laughs> has one, one alligator. Humble Polk. I have not heard anything else out of Chicago this week except for that Did there you has hear been what an they alligator spotted in, well, he's Chance the Gator. Chance the Snapper. Chance the Snapper. Chance the Snapper. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Chicago? I really hope that Chance the Rapper gets a chance to go up to Humboldt Park and just and maybe... People maybe are going to take pictures. Try and call a lot of people. No, people... Yeah. The, all the stories I'm watching on my Instagram are people are like, Gator Watch 2019, and I'm like, this is fucked I up. I just can't like, believe that they haven't caught him yet. Like, I say we keep him. I would say that, except for I he's going to die when it gets cold. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They gotta get him before Like, they winter. gotta get, but he, they should be able to, like, chill for there for the summer. Like, what, what is he gonna do? Like, he's a tiny little alligator. But he's eating cats. Well, how You know what, there's a cat problem in this city. Someone had a pet alligator. I know it's like, Clarissa explains it all. Do you remember that, show? Yeah, I sure do. I do. She, she had a baby alligator. Well, they're illegal part. in Illinois. No, they're illegal everywhere. They're you can't. You have, can have pet alligators in certain pet? states. Yeah, but, I just hope that um, until a certain size. 
I just hope that when chance, oh, the, maybe that's why they tossed mm-hmm. them. Oh, I'm sure, but it, they're com- they're illegal in most states. But in a, a few states, you can have a pet alligator, especially if you have the land. You know what this? Is? I just love how it's taken over the whole fucking city and the internet. Like no one is talking about anybody. I'm else. just glad that like people, I, like I feel like he's gonna get he's gonna get captured and then he's probably I hopefully my hope for him is that he goes to like a sanctuary in Florida or something and lives That's out the, the rest plan. of his days. They're yeah. gonna take him to the vet to check and make sure that he's okay yeah. and then they're gonna give him to like a like yeah a, probably a sanctuary. Because like here's a fucked up thing about Norway. That the last time I was in Norway, one of my friends has, like, a lot of weird exotic animals. And, like, Norway is, like, super, super strict about, like, exotic animals as pets. Like, you can't even have, like... What? And so if they were to find those pets, they would kill them. They would euthanize them. (gasps) They don't, like... They wouldn't, like, take them and, like, give them back to, like... But wait, it's your friend's fault for having them. Yeah, but, like... It's not their fault for being alive. No, exactly. Yeah, but people don't give a shit. So I just like, I mean, very midsummer of northern Norway, you know. Makes me very sad. But, but um, at least you know our country might have our problems, and oh boy, we do. But at least we do not euthanize (laughs) exotic animals when we find them as pets. What have you been watching Um, lately, Ellie? (laughs) um, I have watched a few things. Um, I'll keep it brief. I watched the new Pet Cemetery, thought it sucked. That's my final opinion. The ending was, the ending twist was kind of cool. Other than that, I thought the movie blew. Um, two, <laughs> it's they, they, they. I won't go into it. Didn't like it. Um, Emily and I started watching this show called Manifest, which is basically like Lost on a plane. Um, yeah. We haven't finished it yet because we kind of like lost steam. We have like two episodes left. It, it, it was pretty good for the first couple of episodes, though. So we watched Pets... It's okay. Pet Cemetery Manifest. Um, we binged Stranger Things in two days. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I still haven't watched it. Well, I'm not going to give anything away. It's... Did you like My it? favorite season so far. Ooh! Um, which is not a lot of people's opinions, but I absolutely loved every second of it. And Yay. I don't think I've cried that hard in like almost anything yeah it was a very emotional oh my god it was was a lot of tears i will start it i needed motivation to start it because i I haven't had anyone to talk to about i'm living for i cannot explain enough how much i love the 80s so and this scene this season was so So 80s. 80s the mall Everything about yeah. it was just, it was everything that I wanted. And the music, oh, I live for it. So there's nothing better to me than 80s instrumental synth music. Nothing better. Like the, like It Follows, yeah. but you didn't like It Follows. Um, the soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, but the movie was just subpar to me. Well, the movie was weird because you didn't know what time it was. Yeah, it was okay. Um, and... I think that might be really it. Oh, and um, I've been watching a lot of I Survived. A lot of I Survived. <laughs> I, I see it on the Xfinity. Yeah, a lot. And then the last thing was, and I still have 10 minutes left, so I won't comment on it on this episode because I fell asleep, but um, I Love You Now Die, the oh. documentary. Oh, shit. Yeah. We didn't even talk about mm-hmm. that. Uh, we were texting late into the night about yes. this. The documentary about the, uh, the teenage girl who, quote unquote, pushed her boyfriend into killing texted himself her boyfriend by texting to death. him. Text, 
texted him to death. Yeah, yeah. it is. I I mean, riveting. Wow. I will say this: the first episode, you go into it, you think you know what it is at the end You're of like, it. Fuck her. And then the second episode really switches shit You're like, up. Well, maybe I know. she still can suck an egg, but yeah. I mean, she. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot there. I will. I mean, there's a lot there. They were just both really sick. Yeah. Parents. So that. I would highly recommend even though I haven't finished it yet, but... That was the same director and producer as Mommy, Dead, and Dearest mm-hmm. and Cannibal Cop. I was nice. going to say the nice. HBO crime documentaries are fucking killing it lately. They are. They're like, the Slender Man one They're was really, really good, too. The... Yes. The intro... In, like, the intro was so sad. I know. Like, the, like <laughs> with the smoke billowing mm-hmm. and, like, the music, I was like, oh, my God, uh, you guys. I just can't believe that that was actually one of her texts. I, yeah. I mean, just, like, the level of delusion that she had to get to to be that, I mean, I don't know, man. That was a, whew. My sister and I were talking about it earlier today, and she said that she had to call me because the neighbor girl that they have walk their dog and babysit their kids reminds them of exactly of that. <sighs> no. And I was like, oh no. And she's like, yeah, I don't know if I can, oh, I yeah. know, I can keep doing this. She's like, she might text my dog to <laughs> death. She'll like keep texting your dog. Be like, you should jump. Yeah. Do she doesn't. She the dog's does. like, I don't know how to read. So I'm fine. Well, okay. So I'll tell you this story. Probably don't keep it in, but like she doesn't deserve that lesbian they, haircut. No, no, I was talking about my sister's <laughs> she neighbor. Doesn't. She girl. doesn't. <laughs> it's a very chic. It's a very haircut. chic very, lesbian um, haircut. I mean, she, she knew where she was it. going. Women's prison. She knew where she was going. She's pipering that it up. She knew she had to like pipe yeah. her. She's right. gonna um, so, communicate with people through the toilet and convince them to kill themselves. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch your? Yeah, verse? absolutely did. You watched it? Hell yeah! That show is so based on your recommendation i was like (laughs) it's so good but it's so fucked up um so their neighbor girl they were like ruby their dog was acting out and they're like she's acting like she hasn't been walked at all and they were hiring this girl to like they gave her a key to come in in the morning and walk wait this is a true story with your sister right okay yeah with my sister like while they were still sleeping Mm -hmm. um and they were paying her like five dollars five dollars a walk or whatever ten dollars a walk who knows um but they were like ruby's acting like she hasn't been walked like you can tell when you're done yeah yeah. and so they put tape on the door one day oh no and and she said that she she was like okay our walk's over texted them the tape hadn't been (gasps) wow that's why I don't, like, that's why I don't let anyone take care of Nella. Me either. Ever. Like, Me that's either. why, I, well, like, Jace and I, I will not Ellie travel together because <laughs> I just need somebody at home with her all the time who knows her and loves her. And, I know. That's wild. Yeah. What a sneaky snake. Right, and that's why she was like, this girl really reminds me of her, and it freaks me She's out. She's a sneaky snake. I mean, that's Crazy just snake. like, that's such like a teenage Sne- lie, like, where you're just snake. like, too lazy to get up and like, walk, walk a fucking dog. It takes like, ten minutes. You just have to let the and dog it's $5. out. five dollars. Five dollars. Like, if you can't do it, don't do I it. And you're getting paid, you whore. You fucking whore. You whore. I hope... Okay, we have to cut this out. No, she's... <laughs> she's like 17. <laughs> well, she's a 17-year-old bitch. Unless she dresses like they do on Euphoria, and then she can stay. Yeah. 
Okay. We vote her in if she dresses good. Yeah. That's uh, how that works in 20 by team. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about <laughs> it. Oh, Sadie's snoring. Wait, shh. Sh- no, it's gone. Oh, what a Wait, No, sh- I heard it. I heard it. It's... <laughs> Alright kids, well I'm ready to get out of this closet It's hot as fuck Get out of, get out of, out of the closet We closet. didn't the air conditioner for it's this episode 20. Oh, we didn't Oops no. I can't you hear. hear Well, no. I bet you they'll be able to I hear everything to And my fat foot making noise on the table Yeah, the we didn't time. even put up the We didn't do anything We didn't do anything to prepare no. <laughs> Oh, y'all I'm in a fucking closet oh, no. Well yeah. Hopefully this sounds alright all right, kids. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you'd like. Um, you know the handle. Ellie doesn't. You know the but... deal. <laughs> you know what we do need though is some ratings and reviews on iTunes. We really do. Um, if you like us, give us those five or four stars. If you I'm don't, sorry, just... five stars. <laughs> this is 2019, and I'm a strong, empowered woman, and I want that damn five stars. And I'm not going to say sorry for it. It's fine. Okay. To well, I'll say Grace sorry. is like, I'll say and sorry. Is- you can give us four. It's fine. No, give us five. We deserve it. Just. I mean, listen just, to the air conditioner in the background. Write here. a little something. Oh, we so talented. I know that we, like, interact with quite a few of you online and, like, just go write a review. Yeah. And Please. maybe. Uh, appreciate it. Maybe if you do, we'll interact with you more, you know, maybe. Maybe we'll yeah. Maybe we'll send you those T-shirts that we were supposed to or send some you. nudes. You know, maybe know. we'll send you some nudes. <laughs> maybe if we get like twenty-five new five-star reviews, then we'll send some nudes. We'll and it'll be just a, it'll be a picture Don't of my out there. They're gonna be Caroline. They'll nudes. be my nudes. We'll post my nudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys! Okay, it's time. twenty-five new five-star reviews. And you reviews can see my tits. With- Description and we're gonna send you Caroline's yes. nude. Yes, very tasteful. A very up close nude of her nip. It's just gonna be my nip. It's just a nip. But if you're into yeah. that, I mean, just a single nip shot. All right, kids. Hey. Okay. Better than it's nothing. been real. We love you. Creep it real. Um, Creep it real. Don't get eaten by alligators. <laughs> Talk to you later. Watch out. Majors on the menjay. Bye. Bye. Majors on the menjay. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.